Welcome to episode five of Guest Life, a podcast based on entrepreneurial, uh, Hamilton-based local talent. Um, we really want to dive into, you know, the atmosphere of, you know, how to how to be an entrepreneur, what it's like. So today, we have the awesome uh, privilege of having Shane from Shane Renovations. Um, so thanks, Shane, for coming in. No problem. Um, really excited to have Shane. We're going to talk about the construction industry, um, how we give back to our community. We're going to touch on COVID, but we're not going to really give it too much energy, um, but a little bit of the challenges and how we've overcome it. So uh, thanks again, Shane, for coming. We're really happy to have you. Um, you know, Shane, known Shane for a while. Uh, we have a pretty cool history. Um, flooded a couple houses for Shane uh, here and there, so um, you know our uh, our relationship runs. Them, so. <laughs> yeah, um, he didn't get the the benefit of the the insurance claims, but um, that being said, he's here today, and we're happy to have him. So um, thanks again, and uh, so tell us a little bit about Shane and Shane Renovations. Um, it's a contracting company in Ancaster. Um, you know, tell us tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, so, yeah, Shane Renovations, we are, uh, how we're different is we're a design-build company, so yeah, we do take your job right from the very beginning, and when it's just an idea in your head, and when you're starting to try to figure out what to add to your house or what to change to your house, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, yeah, you can sit with us, yeah, talk to us about that, and we can actually put it into motion and put it on paper and yeah, show you what it's going to look like and work with you until that's developed. Yeah, the beauty of working with a design build company is yeah, it's a one-stop shop. So yeah, you walk through the whole design process with, uh, with us. And as we develop the plans, because we will be hopefully the ones building it, yeah. uh, we put together a scope and a budget for you as well. Yeah. So as you design, you also know the cost implications, which is a huge thing because a lot of places you go, you just design and it looks amazing, but you're not really sure what it's going to cost. You're kind of hoping it's going to fit in your budget. And then you go out to a contractor and you say, can you price this? And he comes back 50, 60, 70, 100 grand high. And it's the contractor's fault. But technically, because you didn't know what the costs were when you were making decisions during the design, it gets very tough to uh, yeah, to get what you want for that, that you can afford. So. Um, so yeah, so we take you through the whole design process. We we secure permits. We take care of variances if there are. Sure. Um, so we deal with everything, everything that uh, that you need to get a full package ready for construction, and then we do the construction. So we have, we basically work with two contracts. Okay. Yeah. So there's a design agreement and then the construction contract. Yeah. So you can walk away after the design agreement. That's uh, just completely up to you. Yeah. And it's in our best interest to carry you know the job into construction. And so yeah, that keeps us on our toes. We're going to do the best we can to make sure that our relationship is strong enough and has a good foundation in us for in order for us to continue on with the construction. So. And then how long? So just to give everybody a little bit of scale. Um, Shane Renovation says, how many staff? Uh, currently, uh, well, not currently, we, we did. <laughs> we did have 25 staff. Awesome. Um, so that, I got... That's from, like, you know, the, the you know, designers, yourself, you've got... Yeah, you know, so we have, we have seven office staff, um, okay. including uh, three designers. Um, and then, uh, so I have a senior designer and two junior designers. Yeah, my administrative assistant, of course. Yeah, myself. Yeah, I have a sections coordinator. 
she gets involved midway through the design and starts helping you decide on siding styles, colors, brick colors, interior product, that kind of stuff. I tried, I I tried doing that myself once. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's everyone thinks everyone thinks you know I can do this. I, I yeah. can. I'm gonna go to the store and I'm gonna pick this and I'm gonna pair it with that. And it's it's so easy it. on HGTV. They get it done in half an hour. <laughs> yeah. whole, you know, an entire renovation. It is. Bar none, yeah. it's the most stressful part of every single renovation is picking your selections. Yeah, because yeah, this is your dream. It, it, it's you know it's a one time deal. Like you're not gonna renovate again in a year or two or three or four. Yeah, maybe in ten you can call me again. Yeah. But uh, um, it, it's it's there's a lot of stress and pressure. Um, you know unless you you do it all the time. Um, it's there's and there's so many things and people forget about you know little things like like all of a sudden, oh yeah I need hinges and handles and you know all these so my selections coordinator just makes sure a everything is decided on everything's picked everything is picked on time so that it, the product is there mm -hmm. so that our guys our project managers when they you know are can stick to the schedule there's nothing that kills renovation quicker than having a tiler there with no tile <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or a plumber yeah, with no, no fixtures, fixtures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so that's yeah it's it's a it's a huge thing huge huge advantage that uh, um that we offer and to be honest it's 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 for the benefit of our clients, but it's also selfishly for the benefit of us. Yeah. Um, because my project manager isn't looking at two tiles like, and the client's like, pick the best one. <laughs> and my PM is like, yeah, gray or brown, I don't know. But but the selections corner does have um, design experience. Yeah. yeah, she went through some interior design coursework and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, she can help you with advice on that. At the end of the day, it's your decision, but at least you have somebody guiding you, somebody holding your hand through that process. Yeah, I find like, you know, it's better to pick from four or five options than, you know, going into Serana Tile. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just sleeping with a headache. Yeah. Um, even me walking in those stores, I'm just like, yeah. wow. Like, well, I mean, and, you know, I think the showrooms now are really stepping up their game based on, you know, the internet and how much, you know, sometimes things look different in, in photos or, you know, in someone else's house or design or space, right? Sometimes the colors and the selections are based on the space, right? Like oh, you know, yeah. putting a massive freestanding tub in a, you know, a 10 by 10 bathroom doesn't work. No, absolutely. It's, yeah, it, it's not just about, oh, that one looks amazing and I love it. It, it has to fit. It has to work with everything else. So, yeah, yeah and that's really one of the key elements. So you might you might end up getting something that you would have never thought you would have you would have got, but because of the design and the layout of everything else, it just it just works better, yeah. and it just fits the space better. It fits your family better, whatever it is. And so, so it is something you want to like. You don't want to just just jump in and be like that 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 and that. And so yeah, that that's uh, it's it's the, one of the key things to the whole renovation process. Yeah. That's amazing, man. And I think, you know, it goes to show kind of the experience and the, you know, the expertise that you bring to the table when it comes to the renovations. Um, a lot of our listeners are, are young entrepreneurs or seasoned entrepreneurs or business owners, but also people in the, involved um, just within the community or, you know, in, involved in business. Um, what makes you get out of bed in the morning, have a smile on your face? You know what I mean? You're always go, go, go. Obviously, I'm sure you're a very um, productive person uh, day in and day out. And I know that, you know, you got a family and young kids and sports and stuff like that. So yeah. kind of break it down from the business side of it. Like what, what keeps you motivated day in and day out? It's uh, a lot of what keeps me motivated is, is the relationship aspect of my business. Yeah. I think anybody that becomes an entrepreneur 
has a drive and that drive is in there somewhere and so I think that's kind of a of a of a given but um, for me, the thing I like, the thing that, that really, that really keeps me going is, is meeting new people. And I just, I, I, I love it. I love meeting somebody walking through their house for the first time and hearing what they, what they want and what they hope for. And then, and then explaining to them how we can make it happen and seeing their faces like, Oh wow. Yeah. We never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's probably the thing I look forward to the most um, is is that first interaction with a client and just and just kind of brainstorming a little bit, talking about dreams, talking about you know even getting down to, to budget and you know what's affordable and what isn't because yeah, you know those are important conversations and yeah, you know I've been doing this for for twenty years now and um, so th- yeah it's it's easier for me to have these conversations twenty years ago I wasn't coming out of you like what's your budget that wasn't the first question but but now it's important because like we could design anything and do anything um, so you know that's that's a key that's a key element in it but yeah relationships relationships even with my traits like yourself like um, you know meeting meeting guys like you and, and and seeing your energy and seeing how you're you know coming and helping us get our renovations done and working with us and wanting to learn how we do it so you can you know fit into our mold like stuff like that is just it's just amazing I, I love it I love yeah. the relationship side of it and then like what gives you the confidence now so like you said you know diving into it and I think we struggle with that a lot right um, especially young you know, young or new entrepreneurs. I don't, I don't think it has to do with age, to be honest with you. I think, you know, no. it doesn't matter what the age is, but the confidence, I mean, I know, you know, anyone could have asked me how high to jump and I would have just, you know, I would have got, you know, spring poles and got, gone a little bit higher for them. Um, until you build up that confidence. Was there a turning point for you that, that gave you that at some point? I think, I think you, 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 you get comfortable and you just become who you are. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs fail when you know they've read a book on how to be an entrepreneur, or they've seen somebody, or you know they're trying to emulate that person, and then they step outside of who they are and they try to become someone they're not. Yeah, and that can that can you know give you confidence. But at the end of the day, if you're not who you are, if you're if you're not if you don't understand your values and what you stand for and 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 what you care about, what you love, um. You're, you're you're never gonna you're not gonna make it you're not gonna make it and once you figure that out once you understand that you'll have all the confidence in the world because yeah. cause you're just being you and that's the most best confidence you could ever have yeah. yeah so for me yeah i found that at some point i can't remember exactly you know where it was yeah you know my company probably started like like most people's it was just me for a while yeah you know i hired my first guy and that was crazy yeah you know but i you know i was on the tools with a crew of three or four, you know, 10, 11, 12 years into business, right? I think it was eight or nine, well, maybe 10 now. It's gone pretty quick. Uh, yeah. 10 years ago that I got off the tools, but but it's been a slow, gradual, you know, it didn't happen overnight. It just, you know, Shane Renovations, is, it was not the way it is today, you know, even five years ago. Yeah. So so it's about change, about adapting, but um, but yeah, the the confidence comes from figuring out who you are and, and what you love. And, um, so now like I, I walk into a house for the first time, meet some strangers for the first time and, and I love it. I, I just, I'm like, yeah, let's talk. Like, this is great. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's fun. So, and that's confidence right there. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. It's, yeah. yeah. 
Fantastic, man. And I think, you know, it goes, uh, it goes a long way when you kind of build it up over a long period of time and, and also like, you know, having the right people. So, I mean, <laughs> one of the questions that gets asked a lot is like, where do you have, where'd you find all the answers? Like, I think, you know, one of, some of my guys, like I've, you know, we've been, I've been plumbing 10 years now, maybe just over 10 years. And, um, like somehow I have the answer for everything. And I don't think it's just the answer, but you know, the ability to find the answer and for you in a renovation with multi-trades, like we just do, we just deal with plumbing, right? It's pretty nice. Right. So from a, from a, from a contracting and a, and a design and development, like kind of what got you out of that comfort zone? Like, now you're saying you're design build, um, you know, and it used to just be you on the tools. Like, where did you uh, pull the skills from to to gain that? I think, um, I, yeah, I think as a, as a renovator, if you're going to be a renovator, you need to be a problem solver, period. Like, that's, that's what renovations are. They're solving problems. And, you know... Building a new house, you're not going to run any problems. It's all about it's all about the design and getting product and getting you know trades to work together and this and that. But but renovations, like you know, even even sometimes with the best design and the and a very lengthy in depth design phase, you're still going to pull a wall down and it's not framed the way you thought it was, or or it's bearing because you know somebody, you know. 15 years ago decided to hack away at it and did some stuff and you're just like okay now we got to figure this out right we did so, the plumbing from the top yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it so, just didn't matter when it was connected yeah yeah so so for me i i've always loved that that part of it too i I'd like i like i like solving problems i and it doesn't get me down like i'm just like all right what's what's next like let's figure this out and i yeah i would never sit here and say you know, I'm always right, or I know all the answers. Yeah. yeah, but I can, I can, I have an ability to see what it's going to look like at the end, mm -hmm. and if you can do that, then you can figure out, you know, what steps and what and you, what direction you got to go to get it to look that way. Yeah. So, and then you can think outside the box if you have to. You know, you you don't necessarily have to do the same thing yeah, with every situation all the time. Sometimes, you know, if you change this a little bit. You know, you're still going to get to this outcome, but every every house is different, especially houses we work on. A lot of times we're working on houses that are 100 years old, 125 years old. Yeah, so you got to be ready. You got to be ready to fly by the seat of your pants sometimes. And and sometimes it doesn't work out. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, I haven't failed or I haven't, you know, had to get myself out of a mistake. But, uh, um, you know, part of that is is admitting that as well. Just say to the client, listen. I'm in a situation here. I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to get out of it yet, but I will. Um, and, and, you know, that's part of the relationship as well, just being open and honest with the client and saying, this is what's going on, but we're going to fix it. Yeah. So I'm standing behind it. That's great. And then, like, so from going to – because, like, for me anyways, it was very hard at the beginning to build a team and then get out of that, you know, being on the tool stage. And one of the things that I admired from you and your business was – you know, how um, efficient your team was and also, like, how happy they were. Like, day in and day out, like, happy. And, like, you know, from a construction standpoint, like, no, I'm not saying that we don't work with happy trades, but, like, you know, there's a vibe. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, you're. I remember going to the first site and I think, you know, I was on the tools at the time when we got the first contract with you guys and, like, 
I was like, oh, this is different. And then thinking like, oh, it must just be that project manager. And then going to another site with a different one and being like, oh, no, like he's pretty happy too. And like solutions-based and organized. And I think, like, um, you know, as that grows, how do you get your team to like kind of – I hate buying in because I feel like there's an angle there. But just kind of like, you know, get to the point where they're comfortable and they're confident. And, you know, I, I feel like you've gotten to the point in your business where you've given them a lot of freedom to be creative on their own. Um how do you find that type of talent and then also maintain it? Yeah, I think, um, I, yeah, first off, I have the greatest team you'll ever find. Like they are, my guys are fantastic. Yeah. And it, it's, it has taken a long time to find, it's not just anybody that walks in off the street is going to fit into that mold. And I think you got to figure out what that mold is early and then, and then, you know, find those guys and, my mold is is family. Yeah, like I, uh, we say it all the time. We walk around, and we're like a little family. Like we're like 25, tw- family 25. That's what we are. Yeah. Um, you know, we I give a that. shit about each other. We help each other out. Um, and it, it kind of goes back to, again, me just being who I am. And, and don't get me wrong. I, you know, money's important and, you know, all dollars and cents and all that stuff is it's important. And, but it, it can't be everything. It can't be all about, yeah, you know, let's pinch every penny and, you know, cut everything as, as much as we can so we make as much as we can. Like, I want to have some fun. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm at work, you know, almost as, as much as I'm not. And so I don't, I don't want to go to work every day and be serious and, and, you know, get down on my guys or yell at my guys or, or this or that, whatever. Like, and I want them to have fun because I want to have fun. I, I don't, I don't want to dread going to work. Yeah. And I think that, that uh, my guys see that fairly quickly and, and then they start playing to it, right? Because they know like, Oh, if I make a mistake, you know, Shane's going to cut, they, they, they know I'm not, I'm going to be there behind them and I'm going to back them up. And I, you know, if, if they do get into hot water, I'm going to, I'll be the first one there to, uh, cause I, cause I got their back and, and I feel the same way. They got my back just, just as much. So it, uh, it's been a lot. It's it, yeah. It's taken some time. It's taken time. Yeah. No question. But, uh, but now it's great. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. And I try to, you know, I, I try to create fun events and stuff for my guys and, uh, you know, we'll go to a Jays game or we'll go bowling or, you know, we'll hang it at pub fiction, have some beers or whatever it is. Yeah. Nothing too crazy and nothing that you got to commit to or anything, but Everybody knows it's open, and um, you know a lot of my guys. Even if I'm not around, just come to the shop at the end of the day and and have a beer. And yeah. you know it's it's just it's just one, sometimes two, and and that's it. Just a quick little half hour. Hey, you know how to go today, or you know this is what we did. I did with my family on the weekend, or yeah, and it's yeah. crazy. Like that stuff, like goes a long way. All of a sudden, you're hearing about you know a guy's family or his, his wife and his kids, and and you start caring. So that's yeah, it's really cool. It's it's fascinating, honestly. It's fantastic. But that's getting back to the relationship part again. Like that's that's what I love. That's that's it. So the money the money will come. I swear. I promise. The money will come. Yeah. Um, get the relationship part down. Create a team that feels like a family. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, people are like people like the, the top guy on the ladder will be the the guy in the hole digging because he wants to. He, you know, he just he wants to help you out or whatever. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. We don't have nobody looks at someone like, oh, he's the top dog, or yeah, you know, he, the project manager can't do this because you know I'm the laborer or whatever. Like, yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares. Titles are 
that's not important. It's crazy, man. I think, I think, you know, um, so I've known you for quite a few years now and I think, you know, going back to it, um, you know, we deal with a lot of successful businesses and, and getting out of that mold of, you know, not penny pinching, but actually caring about the end product and caring about the end user. And also, um, you know, I want to speak, you know, I am just in the trade industry, but at the same time, like, you, you know, the relationships with your clients are for years. Oh, yeah. Right? So, you know, to the young renovator or, you know, contractor or someone that's getting into business, like, you know, pick your clients just as much as you pick your jobs, right? Like, it's not just the job you want, but it's the client as well. I think it's really important to, to have them see the value um, because I know from a, from a trades perspective, like, um, you know, it's phenomenal to see that you guys, like, you want to make sure that we make money. It's not about cutting costs all the time with their trades and, no. you know, getting the lowest price and stuff like that. It's not about paying the most, but I think, you know, crossing the, the bridge to, um, you know, making sure that the relationships that you have as businesses as, as well as trades relate to your clients as well. So everybody is just efficient. Yeah, it's, it's important. Like it, yeah, it's not, it can't just be all about chain renovations. Yeah. And I kind of learned that early on. Um, and we, Kind of wish we still did this, but uh, um, early early on we used to have uh, sub trade nights where we would just have everybody come in, and and we would do a little spiel about how you know how we want to service our clients just to make sure that our trades uh, understand you know our our mold our our processes and that to you know keep sites clean and keep sites safe and uh, a lot of a lot of our clients still live in the houses we're renovating so that there's a whole other level there that you know you. You have to make sure things are safe. You have to, um, you know, just give it a last little look before you walk out the door. Yeah, you know, make sure whatever things are put away so that you know they're 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 somewhat comfortable yeah. during the renovation process, right? So, um, and it and it yeah. If 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 it was all about if I was squeezing my trades all the time, um, they wouldn't be having fun, and then that wouldn't work. And you know, it's it's nobody to me nobody's more important than anybody else yeah just because i'm my name is shane and my company is shane renovations and doesn't mean i'm more important than anybody if everybody quit what would i have yeah. everyone walked away i wouldn't have anything so i can't do this without you yeah. i can't do this without my drywaller i can't do this out with my electrician my project managers my laborers my designer my my administrator yeah. i can't do it so on that note, um, we talk about team and giving back. Um, let's talk about some of the amazing initiatives that you've done uh, for giving back to this great city. Um, Shane headed a, um, a build or I'd say a massive overhaul of this home for Restorations Canada. So do you want to just yeah, yeah. tell us a bit about that? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm blown away. Um, yeah. I'm going to push it to in a little bit of a limit because I think it's, you know, he's going to underplay it. But I think what he's doing for... Uh, this city and this community and the people that that live in it um, are phenomenal. So I'll let him tell us about it. Yeah, it. Uh, um, yeah, I think. I mean, Hamilton's important to me. I I love Hamilton. I you know I I didn't I wasn't born here, um, but I've been here longer than anywhere else in my life. So for me, this is this is home. Yeah, and I've watched you know Hamilton go from not a great place you know you kind of didn't want to say you're from hamilton to now it's like you know what i'm from hamilton yeah and you know you could say it with pride and and you can see things developing downtown and 
Yeah, so giving back has been important. We've tried to stay involved with community events and, you know, doing the Ancaster Parade and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this opportunity kind of, kind of, I, yes, I'm going to call it an opportunity fell into my lap last summer um, when uh, Restorations Canada um basically that what they do is is they they house women that are trying to get out of out of the sex industry and mm-hmm. uh, these people these women have nowhere to go and uh, a lot of them are sometimes being hunted so it's it's you know it's it's, it's very difficult it, you know it sounds like oh I'll just walk away but it's it's not like that it's it's very tough a lot of them don't have skills because they've been you know pushed into that industry at a very early age so it's not like they can just get a job somewhere so what Restorations Canada does is provide temporary housing for these girls. So their mo- their model is to to have a home. They have three girls at a time, uh, with with a full time staff, and and they try to limit to two years that the that the girls are there. But they give them training. So they, you know, they introduce them to whatever kind of training they're going to need to to get a job so the goal is to to a obviously to get the woman out of that industry but to get them back into society in a in a you know a sustainable role so um they were looking for a house uh in in this in the hamilton area um they were they were given one donated one by a by a company and uh but it was it was in bad shape uh, it hadn't been lived in in a while and so it was run, you know, overrun with the animals. Um, it was, it was, it was rough. So a little bit, a little bit of leaking, a little bit, a little bit of everything. Um, so Jennifer, who works for restorations, uh, her, her husband actually worked for me a little bit and she didn't really know what to do with it. She just approached me and said, can you just give me some advice? Yeah. What do I do? What are my steps? How do I get this? Yeah. You know, and, and, so I just said, you know what, let, can I, let me just see the house. Yeah, let's meet there. You can run me through, you know, exactly what you're doing. And then I can, I can try to figure this out. Um, when she told me what Restorations Canada is all about, um, it just, it just kind of hit me. And, and when I saw the, 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 pro, the size of the project, <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I, I took a couple of days and I thought, you know what, I'm just, I'm, this is what, this is why I'm here. This is, you know, this is. My my company, I, I can't say I built my company. We built my company. I had a whole bunch of people help me build this company, um, and I'm here now for a reason. And I can and I can do this. Yeah. So I just called Jen up and I said, you know what, Shane Renovations is going to take care of this project for you. Um, and uh, I had no idea what I was getting involved with. I was just like, yeah, I can do this. this is no problem. Um, she, you know, Jen told me they're they're. You know there is a budget, um, so you know we, I put together like like we start every rental. We we did we did all the design work, um, and we pulled out bearing walls and you know planned on new kitchen. We added a bathroom, figuring you know three women in a house uh, for, with one bathroom is not ideal. Yeah, so we rearranged the floor plan to keep you know three bedrooms, add add a second bathroom, new open concept kitchen area and all that stuff, and then. Uh, Put together a scope and budget, and the budget was it was pretty, pretty big. I thought, okay, we can, you know, we'll pick away at it, and we'll see what happens. And uh, um, the coolest thing was when I started reaching out to the community, and and the people that stepped up, guest plumbing included, blew my mind. And it honestly, like, I got shivers right now. Like, it just, it just, it's, it's been an incredible journey. Yeah. 
just the the support that what people have donated, yeah. it blows your mind. Like it like to date, we have drywall. You know, actually today it just uh, it just got primed, and I think, yeah, if you understood the con that the 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 size of the renovation, we can I, use the term shithole. Yeah, okay. <laughs> basically, this is a shithole. Yeah, guys. but like, I this think is, yeah. this is a shithole that that you know was in a shithole. So we we completely gutted it. Um, we reframed the entire interior. We replaced every single window and door and the whole thing. All the plumbing, courtesy of guest, guest plumbing, is is done. Every piece of plumbing is brand new. The entire house is rewired. Mechanical is all. All the HVAC is 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 done and reorganized. Um, insulation, combat foam. Friggin', they foamed the whole place. Uh, drywall. We, me and uh, uh, Shane Renovations, Hartwood uh, Renovations, Ambrosio Construction. Yeah, which we're all supposed to be yeah, comp- competitors, competitors yeah. whatever that means. Um, but yeah, they, we all got came together as as a group and uh, um, did a bunch of work there and drywalled the whole place. We drywalled the entire house in like five hours in one day. It was phenomenal. It was fantastic so with my competitors. Yeah, like, so, to put, so to put that in perspective, guys, like you know the Ancaster communities, you know it's a very strong community, and you know there's not a lot of people that take on the magnitude of projects that you know, Shane and, and Hartwood and Ambrosio can, can do. Um, and like, that's what really blows me away now because I've never heard of that before. Like, I mean, being, being part of different construction industries and stuff like that, everybody gets along in, in that. But, um, you know, these guys came together for a cause and, and it wasn't even like, you know, put the, put the weapons away and get together. It was like, we, we don't have weapons anymore. And I think, yeah. you know, yeah. what you guys have built, I just, no. yeah, it was, so they, it was, they, everyone's just stepping up for this car. I think it's fantastic. Like yeah. I just, um, yeah, it grabbed me and now I'm seeing it grab other people. And yeah, it's just, it's just blowing my way how generous people are and, and how excited people are to get on, get on with this, with this project. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just shocking. We've probably done, we've, probably done a hundred and eighty or ninety thousand dollars worth of work and I think we're out of pocket like maybe thirty grand. Like it's incredible. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. So um yeah. And so. it shows the community, right? This in how people do want to be involved and sometimes, you know, when I remember when we were posting about it, a lot of people reached out and you know, I think you have to want to get involved in something to be able to reach out. But a lot of people find it hard to, right? Um it's not always donating money. Sometimes it's time, like you know, we we went in on the weekend. It was phenomenal, right? Like at the time, we were slam busy. Yeah, Good, you know. I wish I was there. But, I was up north when you guys went in there, but yeah, I'm yeah sure. the pictures I saw of all you. What do you have? Seven plumbers, six yeah, plumbers, six or seven guys. Six, yeah, like yeah. We, again, we did the roughing in a in a day, and it, you know, it's just just great to be a part of, and you know, thankful for. So I thought, um, you know, you're pretty modest with it, but the the amount of time and effort that goes into to donating time and effort is, is hard and, uh, and extensive, but it's also very rewarding. And I think, you know, being a, a big part of this community is, is, you know, my hat's off to you. Oh, I, I appreciate that. It, yeah. I just, I, I'm just, I'm so happy that I was in a position to, to do this basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think one of the things like, you know, one of the things that I've, I've always wanted to do is, um, you know, to take, to go back a little bit is like, you know, if you're not in a position, obviously you can always be giving, you can always be doing more for the community. Um, but sometimes people forget that it, it takes a certain amount of, 
ability to have, you know, you had 10 guys volunteer their time, like to have a company to get to scale, you have to earn money and you have to get projects and you have to be profitable and stuff like that. And you have to be around. So, you know, I mean, being able to get to that magnitude, right? Like maybe you could have volunteered for a day, but um, I think it goes to show like entrepreneurs that when you get to certain positions and you get to certain points, the amount that you can give and actually be it, you know, everybody can change something, but when you have that magnitude backing you, you can really create change. And I think, you know, especially in these times, you know, during COVID, like, you know, people are creating changes and, and it's the entrepreneurs and, you know, daily day-to-day people, you know what I mean? Frontline workers and stuff like that. Like everybody's doing their part. Um, and I think, you know, when you get into, you know, success and entrepreneurship, it, it takes it to that next level. Um, doesn't mean you, you're know, taking away from people that are doing their individual parts, but um, as groups, you can really, you know, make a massive impact. You're going to be, you know, make, think about two, three, two to three women every year, every two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, a I lot know. of people's lives. I know. The, yeah. That's, that's awesome. And yeah. And, and I think when I say, you know, that I was, that I was in the position to, to be able to help out more, it was more, it wasn't not monetarily, it's more relationship wise yeah. that I knew that I was surrounded with enough people um, and it's, it's, it's tough to, it was actually a, a bit of an eye opener for me when, um, you know, you get, you get so involved and you're just, you're building your business and you're meeting clients and you're, you're doing all these relationships and all of a sudden, you know, someone says, oh yeah, you know, I've, I've heard about you. I really, you know, I really like the way you, you, you know, you, you're, you're running your thing and I've run into your guys and everyone seems happy and you got, and I'm just like, oh, someone's noticing. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's, you know, that's, that's kind of cool, kind of cool part about it. And. Um, so yeah, like a lot of people, when I ask, you know, can, you know, when I explain this restorations, they're like, yeah, we just, we'd love to get involved. You know, that love that, 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 that you are reaching out to us. Like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, it's been, it's been great. The relationship has been phenomenal. So it's just, uh, it's just amazing. And it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. A ton of fun. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to, um, you know, that person that's, you know, on the brink of maybe doing some side jobs or getting, you know, into that level of business side of things, what would you give them? Like, you know, what kickstarted you off to, to go off on your own and get that confidence? Yeah, I think, I mean, my, um, my background, I was actually pretty lucky. Um, you know, back, uh, I, I started framing houses in, in the summer after grade eight. Yeah, so I was young. I think, like, I look at my son now. He's going to grade eight next uh, next year, and uh, I'm just like, I was framing when I was his age. But, but uh, yeah, it was um, uphill to school both ways, eh? Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, but no, I was I was lucky. I had I had an uncle that had a framing crew, just a small crew, and he took me on. And uh, because he was my uncle, you know, he, he he trained me differently than he did other people, and I learned a lot, and I asked a ton of questions, um, and and I think. That helped me. That uh, obviously that that kickstarted me off into a understanding, you know, how a house is built, uh, which led to confidence down the road. Because now I can look at any building or house or whatever, and I already know, okay, this is how it's built. Um, you know, to to an extent, you know, I'm not perfect, but uh, um, but that that helped me a, a ton. And uh, and I learned very early on: ask questions. Ask the question. You are not the smartest person in the room, <laughs> period. You're not. Um, so that was my, that's, I asked questions. And if I didn't know, and I surrounded myself with smarter people than me. And that's one of the keys. Um, yeah. Hire someone that's smarter than you. 
don't hire someone that's 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 not like make get them make sure they're smarter than you and then learn and ask questions i used to go i remember when i early early on when i you know started becoming a the the project manager because yeah, you know that's how my company's developed and you know i i was the one hiring trades and and, and on-site uh, project managers and i had i had no idea i would ask the plumber like what are you doing here and and I'd get some looks every once in a while, but I would rather ask the question than, you know, later on and be like, oh, shoot, you know, we should have done it this way. Or, um, so for me, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's knowledge. Ask the question. Don't be afraid to, to, to ask the dumb question or, or, or whatever. Um, and then, and then don't, well, don't say no. Don't say no. <laughs> or learn how to say no. Which one is it? <laughs> well, I, and I mean that comes later on. I mean you got to learn, you got to learn what your restrictions are, and, and, and that'll that'll come at, at, a, at a certain time in your career. Um, but uh, you know when I started, I started building decks, um, and, and then I you know slowly got into some basement rentals and some bathroom rentals, and then uh, yeah, because because relationships were important, I I really not even yeah just just naturally kind of built relationships with the clients that i had and they just kept asking me can you do this can you do this can you do this and i thought yeah i, I can because i have guys like my uncle or you know my my trades or whatever that i can say hey the client wants me to do this now what do you think and then be like yeah let's do it and and that just that just ex exploded and that's that's how i that's how i got to where i am today really it's awesome. And I, and I think you know, as we meet more people on the podcast, we're finding that the stories are very similar. Where you don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you learn a little you bit. Really you yeah. really don't. You really don't. And then you're yeah. in the phase yeah. over and over again, and you keep yeah. going. And I think that, you know, to, to, to get into the to listeners, like everybody has a day one, right? Everybody had a first day. Everybody had a big first failure. Everybody had a big first hiccup. Everybody lost some money. Um, and, and I think it goes a long way in terms of like, you just keep pushing and keep learning and keep growing and also be open-minded to, to new things and oh, yeah. not being the yeah. smartest. Yeah. And, and reach out. It's, it's funny. Like, like, obviously like what you know now, you wish you knew back then. Right. But, uh, but now like, like just, you know, reaching out to, to, to guys like Hartwood and, and, uh, and Ambrosio and stuff and um, just asking them, you know, how do you do it? How do you do, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? And they're like, they're like loving, tell, you know, just discussing it because, yeah. uh, you know, and for years ago, oh, you can't ask, you know, you can't ask that guy because he does the same thing you do. And yeah, but I think, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, as, as renovators, like we're, we're a group and you know, we do a lot of the things shockingly similar when you start talking. Yeah, and you can learn so much from each other. It, it blows my mind. So reach out. Like if, if you're thinking, you know, I, th I think I have enough skills. I think I have, you know, this and it's time to start my own business. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody who already does it. And just, just take them out for coffee. Shoot the shit with them and just say, hey, what, what am I getting into? What, what do I need to know? What, what do I, you know, what should I have? This, you know, all, all this stuff. And um yeah don't be afraid to do that because most people myself included love that stuff love it i love talking to people about it i think it's great yeah go for it yeah yeah i think the only piece of advice that i would give on top of that is just like you know don't ask twice 
right? Don't ask the same question twice, and right? And then you start wasting the guy's yeah. time. Well, you are dealing with entrepreneurs. Yeah, so <laughs> got to get to the point. Yeah, but. you know, the, the time is valuable. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna talk about getting punched in the face. So we're talking a little bit about COVID. Um, so COVID nineteen, obviously, the the pandemic that's going on right now. Um, it's definitely affected business. It's definitely affected personal life, um, stuff like that. Like, you know, as you guys can see, we measured each other out. He had to push his chair back a little bit <laughs> before this. Um, but, you know, how did, how did um, I mean, we talked a lot during the beginning of it. And I think, you know, we were both struggling quite a bit with it, especially mentally and personally. Um, how, did, how have you, because... We had a great conversation today. It was very positive, a lot of high energy. So how'd you turn it around, man? Like, what are you doing now that's different? What have you, you know, give me some tips and tricks, especially for the industry and also, like, individual life. You know, you got two two young kids or middle, middle-aged middle kids. Like, what, what do you do? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a roller coaster. There's no question about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, as an entrepreneur, you got, you know, your business is ticking. You're, you're, you're just like, yeah kicking ass and then all of a sudden this thing out of nowhere shuts you down and the government is literally telling you even though you're fully capable of working and you have lots of work lined up that you're not allowed to do it and so yeah mentally that was that was a challenge it took a took a week or two to to wrap my head around that and to accept it and understand it and and respect it yeah but uh but i think you know once you, you kind of go through that, um, if, you know, again, going back to that entrepreneurial spirit, um, now it's like, okay, this is an opportunity. So what is the opportunity? What, what can I, how can I use this to make sure that I, I don't take two steps backwards, that I'm continually moving this forward, even though it's an entirely different way of moving things forward than you might have thought of on January 1st, you know, and you're like, okay, new year, 2020, let's, Let's crush it. So, yeah. So it, so now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, t- you know, figuring out all these these government subsidies and trying to figure out how to make this work and, um, and trying to understand, you know, what are the what are the opportunities? So, yeah, that I'm given right now. I, I can't do more construction work. And you know, we have a few projects that we're finishing up, and but I can't start anything new. So we're going to have this time. I have this workforce, these great guys that I don't want to just send packing and, and, and go home. Um, so we're going to, we're going to use this opportunity to, to kind of get ahead. Um, so I've, I've, I've met with my guys. We sat down and I said, I said, all right, guys, uh, you know, all that stuff we walk by and be like, Oh, I wish I had time to get that done. Or, you know, I, uh, you know, whatever, you know, on a weekend or whatever, I'm going to clean that up or I'm going to organize that or, or whatever. Now's the time. Now's the time to do it. So um, that's our goal right now is, is we're trying to, you know, uh, just brainstorm some things and, and figure out how, you know, what we can do to kind of set up the shop or set up the yard or, or the office and, you know, work on processes, edit, edit processes, contracts, you know, all these things that, that yeah, you just like wish we had time for now we have the time for yeah so we're gonna we're gonna use it and and we're gonna try to get as much of that stuff done as possible and it's like you and i were talking about earlier like you know a week ago i couldn't i couldn't i was just like man i just i just want to go back to work like i just want the government to lift this ban and let's get going but now i'm like i could use a couple of months (laughs) like there's a lot of stuff i can get i can get fixed here and and, uh put into place and um because this is it's gonna make us it's gonna make us 
more prepared and it's going to make us stronger. It's going to, my team's going to come, you know, I think we're going to mold as a team even more and because, you know, we're going to be doing these, these infrastructure projects and all this stuff that, uh, you know, that, that we've been wanting to do. And as a team now we're doing it Yeah, we'll follow all the rules, you know, we'll six foot social distancing, just a couple of guys on, on each thing. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, we're I'm gonna use this as an opportunity just to move some things forward. Yeah, no, like like from our standpoint, for instance, um, myself, you know, it was the first couple of weeks and we talked quite a bit. It was it was super challenging, you know what I mean? Like I'm getting you know taken over, and I wanted to respect everybody's situation, and you know it's it's a very serious health uh, threat, and and you know frontline workers are taking a, a huge. Uh, risk going in every day and thankful that, that people are doing it and people in the grocery stores and paramedics and, and you know police officers and stuff like that and you know in our industry some things are um, are definitely a, a necessity like you know if we have a leak we have to go if we have you know finish someone's home because they've got an open window like you know what I mean it's getting to the point where you know finishing that stuff up but then from a business standpoint and an entrepreneurial standpoint I think you know it, once you get over that hurdle and you see like it's not happening to us, it's happening for us, right? And, uh, you know, going that extra mile and digging deep and coming up with solutions. And one of the things that we kind of st struggled with at the beginning is actually like kind of motivating us now, which is think about five years ago, what your biggest hurdle was, the biggest challenge. It was overwhelming. It was, you know, challenging or stressful, whatever you want to call it. You know, you, you couldn't sleep, you were angry or frustrated. And then look at the magnitude of that problem today right and how minuscule it is and how you just you know yeah. you jump over it so let's as entrepreneurs and, and and people not just entrepreneurs but people you know you know if you're you got your kids at home too much right think about five years from now you're gonna be like oh, i want my kid back i know that's that's the other thing that's been that's been great um is is the extra is the extra is the free is the spare time really is that the amount of time that i'm with my kids now and, and the amount of time that we're that we're in my house yeah, because I, you know, as yeah, as a business owner, you're, you know, you're working that to that last minute, and then you're like, okay, the kids, let's go, let's, you know, you don't want to spend a half an hour cooking or you know, especially you know, half hour cleaning afterwards. So, yeah. so it's restaurant life, right? It's uh, like my kids, my kids can go into a restaurant and order like they're super confident, <laughs> yeah, because they've been just, you know, it's, it's just part of life. We're just, yeah. you know, go out, uh, go out for dinner. So, um, I have not cooked so much in the last two weeks i've cooked more than my entire life combined <laughs> and it's but it's been great it's yeah. been great and it's you know i it's connecting more with my kids that way and it uh um i think that too has has you know helped me kind of get out of of you know the negative space i was in when this kind of started um and realizing you know when you realize you don't have any control it's hard it's hard to manage it's hard to um but uh but yeah now seeing you know, there, like I don't want to downplay COVID. I know it's 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 uh, um, yeah, it's terrible. Like you mentioned, there's a lot of people putting their lives on the, um, you know, on the line for us. Um, you know, especially people in in hospitals and, and firefighters and, and policemen and all that kind of stuff. But um, but there but there is a few things that you know have come about that um, you know even like some of my friends like we're we're you know FaceTiming and and uh, and, and Zoom meetings more and. It's almost like oh, I'm almost seeing them a little bit more often, and yeah. and it's because we're home, right? We're not we're not going out, you know, to a restaurant for four or five hours, and um, you know, all those all those types of things. So there's there is silver linings, and I think uh, yeah. as entrepreneurs, I think that's where, 
you know, we kind of, we kind of jump on stuff like that and, and start seeing little positives in, you know, what is a, what is an incredibly, yeah, I don't know how else, just crazy time. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just mind blowing what's going on. So. Yeah. And I don't think we, we don't have to be upset about the fact that you can look at some positives in such a negative situation. Right? No, no, you know? no. I think, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, this is pretty new. This is like a couple of days that I'm like, yeah, okay. I can I can take advantage of this. I can I can use this somehow. So yeah, and, yeah. and, and yeah. you know, light another match underneath you. On yeah, the exactly. Get fired up a little bit. Yeah. and um, I've heard the the yeah the one of the biggest things I've heard, especially in the last little while, because now there are some governments talking about you know how we're going to get back. Yeah, you know how we're going to slowly open things up, and so it. I mean, the the talk is there. Um, and I, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it's never going to be the same. It's, you know, it's going to be a new normal and it's going to be, it's going to be really tough and it's going to be this and the economy's going to tank. And yeah, you know, there's a lot of kind of fire and brimstone for when, you know, once we get past COVID-19, but um, I look at that and I think, no, I think not it. No, when, when, when you're an entrepreneur, when you have that spirit um, you're going to come out of this and you're going to fight and it's going to be better. I don't think the new norm is going to be worse than it was. I don't think it'll be the same as it was, but I believe it's going to be better. I think we're going to come out stronger. I think we're going to do things better. We're going to try to, we're going to be more efficient because we've been through this and now we're learning. Like, you know, we, we need to be more efficient. We need to be prepared for the unthinkable. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's happening. So I really believe we're going to come out stronger and it's going to be on the backs of the entrepreneurs. Yeah. Man. And yeah yeah well guys um to wrap up this podcast shane thank you so much for coming on board and you know sharing your story and sharing a little bit about your vision and your mission um all his information is going to be on the um on the podcast online on all the social media platforms at shane renovations um we'll leave his personal account out of it <laughs> but i want to want everybody around so thank you shane yeah thank you this was great yeah. it's a lot of fun um so i want everybody to think like you know why not me why not now um you know it's, it's one of those things that really comes down to it and, and and let's let's try to be positive and bring each other up and support the people that need the help and um you know it's just been uh it's been a great opportunity. Let's quit. Let's. I understand. You know, there's a lot. Of, it, it's 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 negative. It's a it's a difficult time. It's difficult for a lot of different people. But it's you know let's 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 not focus on the negative numbers. Let's yeah. focus on the positive. Sure. And let's say, hey, we you know this is what I can do now to to further this, or this is how I can help this person, or or this is uh, whatever it is. But let's look at that. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, yeah. Woo!